Mr. Tango has uh, spoken very eloquently. And I wish I could be as forgiving. But I can't because <coughs> this whole thing fucking sucks. I mean, this is the biggest pile of Welcome everyone to My Bleeding Ears Podcast. This is episode number 91. We've been away for a little while. We had a little vacation that we needed to take. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went down to Key West for about four or five days. Uh, my dad lives down there, so I thought we'd visit him and, uh, for his birthday. He's turning 68. 68. Turned. He turned, yeah. He's <laughs> old man. Uh, and my sister joined us also, and um, we got to spend a lot of time with them and a lot of time together. It was a good time. I had such a wonderful time there, didn't you? I wasn't ready to leave. Yeah, I don't think either one of us were ready to leave just yet. But yeah, it was a really great time. I had a, um, all my dad's friends down there, really nice, mm-hmm. and, uh, very generous people down in Key West. And I suggest you go down there at some point in time. It's it's a whole different world down there. It is. It's just like fucking chickens it's and just lizards. roosters running around. Waking me up <laughs> at 7 in the morning. <laughs> I'm slightly hungover and that's all I need is fucking roosters. There was a bar a block away from us that we don't think ever closed. No, no. They, <laughs> no I don't think a lot of things closed down there really. Um, <laughs> No, because it was really hard for me to find water at 7 o'clock in the morning, like a bottle of water. <laughs> but I passed right by a bar that still appeared to be open. <laughs> <laughs> yep, they, have, they have plenty of those down there. <laughs> and I've probably been to half of those, <laughs> at yeah. least half of them. But yeah, thank you to everyone who helped out. Like My sister totally helped out, uh, my dad and everything. Uh, it was such a great time. The old stepmom there, too, and um, it was just a really fun time. Mm-hmm. And which really prompted this movie of the week uh, later on in the episode, which we'll get to. Did. And um, we'll go around with the backstory of, of the movie and of what it's based on also in just a little while, but until then, we watched a few things in the last two weeks because we weren't here last week. That's why uh, we were gone. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we watched quite a few things too. Um, we did. You watched something alone and I watched something alone. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, we'll start off with the first one, which we both saw. It is called "A Hole in the Ground." <laughs> Why is that it, funny? It's a, it, it's like the end of an insult, you know. Like she, <laughs> she wouldn't know her ass from a hole in the ground. The, kind of thing. it's called the hole in the ground. Well, she wouldn't know her ass from the hole in the ground, <laughs> and that's a big hole too. <clears throat> So anyway, this movie is about a young mother um, living in the Irish countryside, and um, she she has like a, a a son who's kind of introverted, and she finds out that there's like this huge, huge hole, like big crater, yeah, like in her back wooded area of her house because she's like not near anyone else. She's pretty secluded from everyone, mm-hmm. um, and. 
her son disappears one night and comes back, and he acts like a totally different person. And um, it reminded me a lot of the short story in that uh, what was that uh, Christmas horror story about the changeling. Yeah, mm-hmm. it reminded me a lot of that, which I it's probably based on that, or there's like a myth that's this is based on. Right. Um, so yeah, it's not her son anymore, and she starts seeing changes in him. He's like playing with people like other people uh friends and stuff and enjoying school and he's just not her son anymore right and she's figuring this out gradually until finally she kind of like figures it out and yeah it's not her son it's like this i don't know like a, a little mole person guy and so she kind of ventures out to the hole to figure everything out um what did you think of this movie you know <clears throat> I liked it. Mm-hmm. I didn't love the ending. Uh, and we sort of talked about that because you right. liked the ending. And I think I was just expecting maybe a balls-out fight. And that's uh-huh. not really what happens. But I think the whole theme of the movie is sort of... It reminded me a little bit of the Babadook. Not that they're similar in any way. Right. But that there's this... I think any mother can relate to their kid changing into something... Uh-huh. Mean. Like, every mom goes through the time that they're kids <laughs> that I hate you for the first time. Right, yeah. Every mom goes through that. And so I think this is a good horror story for young mothers with kids who are different than they were maybe a few days ago. Yeah. yeah. Well, kids change, you know. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you, you grow up and you, you meet other people and you start to like different things. And you just change, right? Yeah. I don't so, want to ruin the ending, but I feel like the ending really validates... Like yes, theory of this. I I like the ending a lot. Yeah. Actually, I thought it was pretty cool. I left things kind of open yeah. in a way, it's up to your in, in, interpretation of things. Mm-hmm. So I I kind of like those kind of endings, especially you know when the people at the end aren't even sure. <laughs> so we just blew the ending. Sorry. So yeah. If you've seen the, the Changeling, then you or if you've seen that that segment from a Christmas horror story, then yeah. you, you know what it is. But yeah, I liked I liked this movie. I thought it was pretty good, and there was some scary parts in it, mm-hmm. and uh, it was it looked really good. It was shot well. So um, it's by Lee Cronin. So that that's an Irish person right there. Yeah, for you. <laughs> he'd done a couple of shorts and then some movies that I'd never heard of. So I'm sure Irish movies that. Irish horror haven't movies. Haven't gotten to see. Hey, we've seen some good Irish horror movies. Yeah, what was that one with uh, yes. the priest? I was hoping that you would remember what that one was called. Yeah. <laughs> the so Devil's greater. Doorway. The Devil's Door. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's actually a cool one. I like that mm-hmm. one too. It's a cool found footage movie. Uh, I believe that might be on Amazon right now. I'm, I think so. I, yeah. I think I saw it not too long ago. But mm-hmm. check that one out too. But yeah, this one wasn't bad. Check this one out. Um, yeah. Don't expect too much. Don't expect too little. It's it's pretty good. Solid B. Yeah, I agree. Now, this is a movie that you saw, and I had I, I don't really care, and I don't want to no. see it. Um, it's it, the remake of Jacob's Ladder. And it was cheap to rent on Google Play, and I needed something to watch for our flight home. So <laughs> yeah, right. Like, All right, this. <laughs> uh, Jacob's Ladder is by David M. Rosenthal, who did The Perfect Guy. Also starring Michael Ealy, and I saw that in the theaters with my sister, but I'm sorry, not for Michael Ealy. I saw it for Morris Chestnut. Uh-huh. Um, Was he the perfect guy, though, at the end? Michael Ealy? Um, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's the bad guy. And he kills Morris <laughs> Chestnut. Sorry if you guys wanted to watch The Perfect Guy. I ruined it for you. Yeah. But Sonelathon is going to be fine. Okay. Um... <laughs> 
So yeah, this is a remake of Jacob's Ladder. I feel like everybody listening has probably seen Jacob's Ladder uh, multiple times, but it's, so this is the synopsis for this movie. After his brother returns home from war, Jacob Singer struggles to maintain his sanity. Plagued by hallucinations and flashbacks, Singer rapidly falls apart as the world and the people around him morph and twist into disturbing images. A remake of the 1990 thriller starring Tim Robbins. Whereas Tim Robbins' uh, Jacob's Ladder starts out, he's in Vietnam, and then we see him later after Vietnam, and he's not adjusting to society, and we'll just... No, I can't leave it at that. No, you can't. No, of course not. I have to explain. Jacob's Ladder, spoilers, he's been dead this whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, not, well, not dead. He's in between yeah, I'm life sorry. Yes. and death. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. He's at death's door this whole time, and he's fighting it, which is why he keeps seeing demons everywhere. But then once he accepts it, they, those demons become angels. And, and that's a line he, that Danny Aiello right. says. Danny Aiello, right? Yeah. And, yeah. He, and he accepts his fate. And then, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's taken up to heaven. Now this, I liked that, because I thought if you're just going to do a shot for shot remake, I hate that. Do a Mm. different story. Yes. And so they did. This time it's, they're both military. That's pretty obvious. But Jacob Singer is a surgeon, like a trauma surgeon. And uh, Jesse Williams, who plays Isaac, his brother, is, he's stationed in, I want to say, Afghanistan. And he comes home and he's all sorts of messed up. But it's confusing because first you think he comes home and then you think, he died in Afghanistan, but then he didn't, and he's back. And mm-hmm. I feel like the whole thing was leading up to, you know, it's going to be okay that none of this makes sense because Jacob's been dead this whole time, or Jacob's been at death's door this whole time, and his brother is the angel, just like Gabriel was the uh-huh. angel, Macaulay Culkin was the angel in uh, Jacob's yeah. Ladder, who's uh-huh. going to bring him home. And that's not at all. It, it actually turns into... So there's... A dr- the reason in Jacob's, uh, Jacob's Ladder, at the in the first Jacob's Ladder, that he dies is because they're given LSD and they all kill each other. Right, yeah. Um, this, they're giving veterans a drug that they think is going to calm them down or stop them from having nightmares. Like PTSD. Kind right, of, exactly. Uh, but it actually kind of brings the nightmares to the forefront and they're having hallucinations. Uh, and even that, I think, okay, well, in Jacob's Ladder, they toyed a lot with that LSD right, yeah. idea. And then it turns out that it was true to a point, but he was, you know, he wasn't investigating it because he never right. made it back to the States. In this, it turns out like somehow he was investigating it and then he sacrifices himself to stop the, to expose this drug. And it is. All over the place, it seems like. Ridiculous. So initially, I was like, I'm going to defend this movie because it's not great, Mm. but at least it's a new story of Jacob's Ladder. And honestly, I think it could have been a story like. Just don't associate it with Jacob's Ladder at all. Let yeah. it stand on its own, and it would be an interesting movie. But since the end is so silly, it doesn't oh. connect with anything they were just doing. F. I'm sorry, Michael Ely wow, and Jesse Williams. Bad. <laughs> you should never have attached the name Jacob's Ladder to this movie. Okay. That's why you're getting an F. You would have probably gotten a C minus if you tried to do it. Just this is a standalone movie that has nothing to do right. with. But you had to piss all over the name of Jacob's Ladder. Yeah, but you had to tarnish Jacob's Ladder by producing this shit, so you get an F. It's not getting it. I'm still going to see it. I'm Mm going to, but right. Why? Yeah, stop doing this. Mm -hmm. They're they're, they're making another Adams Family fucking movie. Yeah, I didn't know that. But yeah, it's like, just make another creepy family movie. Make another witch movie you don't have to associate with the craft and if people compare it to the craft fine Mm -hmm. movies get compared with each other all the time 
yeah, just stop trying to make shit happen. Like, stop making 30-year-old properties happen. Yeah. Stop making 70-year-old properties happen. Yeah. It's over. Adam's Family was only one fucking season. Yeah. And now there's, what, two movies, three movies now? It's just like, stop. Now, again, I will say that I am in favor of taking a story and modernizing it. Right. When you do it right. Exactly. Jacob Slatter did not do it right no. at all. They completely, yeah. I, I'm happy. I, I'm happy I didn't watch it because I would have been infuriated. You would have hated it because they also try to, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, jam in the, the pieces of Jacob's Ladder that make it good. Like, Michael Ely's face starts shaking all over when he looks in the mirror, but that's really kind of the only hallucination. And apropos of nothing, mm-hmm. his therapist mm-hmm. says the Danny Aiello line uh-huh. to Jacob, indicating that his brother is dead when his, he's just told his brother that his, he's just told his therapist that his brother isn't dead. And then he just gives this line, well, sometimes blah, 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 look like demons, mm-hmm. which would have made sense if Jacob had actually been dying. But by the end, we realized that he wasn't. Uh-huh. I feel like I'm rambling now, but... Oh, keep going, please. This is just giving me more and more hate to it go on. It was just, of, of yeah, remakes. trying to jam in the great things about Jacob's Ladder. Like, okay, well, we have to put those in there. So we're just going to, I don't know, put that here, I guess. Or we have to do the angels and the, the demons line. Thank God there was no, wait a minute, Mr. Postman. I would have turned it off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and this is like an all black cast, right? For the most part. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Do you know what you, what you found it like? Would you have been really upset if it was a bunch of like white girls outside singing "Post Mr. Postman"? And <laughs> I like, don't think I would have noticed um, that. Okay. <laughs> I mean, and I don't think that sure it's a, the three leads are black, uh-huh. but I don't think that that's a point of the film. I just mm-hmm. think the three leads are black now. It right. doesn't make anything different. Right. Right. Yeah, that's all. Oh, but I will say that Nicole Bahari, I think, is her name, plays Jacob's wife. And in IMDb, there's no name. I, I think because people at IMDb didn't want to watch this piece of shit okay. either, so they're just like, oh, because, I don't well, didn't want to finish. Because there's Carla Souza as another character, and I noticed in the subtitles that she's called, like, woman number two. And nice. And, like, A, who's woman number one? <laughs> that must be... Uh... And why, yeah, maybe it's the <laughs> wife. Why couldn't you bother to name her character? She's in, like, four scenes. They didn't even she's name She's kind of important. <laughs> And then, so then I wondered, I was like, did they never say the wife's name? And I just didn't notice. <laughs> they, she never had a name? I don't know. So it was F. it was a lazy interpretation of a great film. Right. It's too bad. Go back and do it again. Don't. Don't go back do and ever do it again. No, no stop. Right, you're, right. <laughs> no. you're right. Don't do it again. Go ahead, everybody go watch Jacob's Ladder. I'm going to. It's going to make me hiccup cry, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay, well, it's good you watched that movie alone, because I watched the movie alone, too, and it yes. wasn't nearly as bad as that one sounds. Mm-hmm. It was a Shutter exclusive called Boar, and it's about a big boar. Yeah, I and... needed clarification when you first told me what it was. B-O-A-R. <laughs> B-O-A-R, not like, <laughs> like a boring movie or like something that like like bores in you, like something or... or or, or cerebral bore, <laughs> or anything like that. All right. It, yeah, it's um, it's about this big pig in um, <laughs> Australia, and um, 
it's all for the most part from what I uh, um, I can remember is that it was all practical effects for the okay. boar. They show the boar a lot in the Were movie. They good? Yeah, it wasn't bad. It wasn't the practical effects weren't bad. Um, the pig looked pretty good. Um, some of the cast in there is Bill Mosley, who is uh, Chop Top from Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two, mm-hmm. and Otis from the Rob Zombie piece of shit movies. He plays like a, a stepdad, and like this family goes to Australia for um, uh, to meet up with uh, this guy's wife's brother lives there, and her brother is the fucking huge guy from Mad Max. Whose dad um, is a uh, uh, Morton Joe, and he's like the really really big guy in there, uh-huh. and he's he's the one who's like, um, uh, I, he my I have a brother, and he was beautiful, you know, that guy, <laughs> that big fucking huge dude, right? Um, he's in there, and he plays a bigger role than he usually gets. He has like lions and stuff. And he's like a good guy in it, um, mm. and he owns like a farm, and yeah, his sister comes to like stay with him along with. Her, um, her daughter and her son and um, her, uh, her daughter's boyfriend and her new husband, or I guess they've probably been married for a while, Bill Mosley. Um, th- it was okay. There were some pretty cool kills. I think the ending really copped out on a few things. Um, we're led to believe that some people have died, which, I mean, they should have died in this movie, but they come back at the end like, oh, everything is fine, kind of thing. That is annoying. I hate that. Um, (laughs) They should have been dead. Yeah. But, you know, they they elected to keep them in the movie because I guess they like the characters. Um, But yeah, it was was fine. Um, Is the boar a scary monster? I mean, I know that boars are scary. Right. But watching a horror movie centered around a boar. Yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah. I mean, if you've ever seen Razorback, um, I'm sure this movie's probably better than Razorback. (laughs) (laughs) That's uh, another boar horror movie? It is, yes. (laughs) The whole genre of boar horror. (laughs) But yeah, um, I'll give it a C+. There were some pretty cool parts, but I think a lot of it's wasted, um, especially towards the end. But, uh, yeah, I guess checking out on Shudder, it looks interesting. There's a big boar, and there's practical effects if you like that kind of stuff. I so, do. I prefer it most of the time yeah, when they're good. Same here. Um, so, yeah, check that one out if you have Shudder. And plus... Creep show premieres today on Shutter. So yeah, we gotta hurry check up that and out. edit this podcast. <laughs> watch that. All right, let's finish it up. Let's get All through right. these movies. So a grade uh, for Boar? Boar C plus. Okay. Uh, we went watched this next movie together a few days ago. It's called Dead Detectives. Mm-hmm. And it's one. It's another movie like we've seen before about paranormal investigators who are hacks. Yeah. And then they actually come upon real ghosts. Right. But this one is more of a comedy. Yes, this yeah. one is more of a comedy. Uh, unlike, like, Grave Encounters. Right. Mm-hmm. But uh, it is kind of more akin to the one movie that we saw at Cinepocalypse, which was... Um, fuck, what's the name of that movie? Yeah, I forgot because I didn't like it you didn't nearly like it. as much as you did. I didn't like it much at all. <laughs> uh, I, I liked it okay. I thought it was fine. It's going to be on Netflix pretty soon. It was a little too... Crude for me. Uh, oh, <laughs> too I'm crude. a lady. It's too no, crude for I just me. think I think crude humor can be funny and it can also be gross and stupid. And I think True. that movie was. I think a lot of the jokes did fall flat in that movie. Yeah. Uh, along with this movie, also there was 
um, it was okay. I did like some of the parts. Uh, I did like how one of the detectives actually becomes a ghost in yes. the movie and helps him out. That was that a was cool funny. turn. I like mm-hmm. that. There was uh, the effects were pretty good too. There were um, decent scares. Um, yeah, that's about it, really. There, uh, the one person I can remember that I've I've seen in anything is the main guy, and I believe he was in Modern Family oh. for like. Oh, does he date? What's her face? Haley? Yeah, I believe so. I think that's him. That's I the believe only person you. I'm I, not 100 percent <laughs> sure, but yeah, that sounds right. He, uh, it's a uh, Alex's professor, and dates he. I think right, you might right, be right, right about right. that. Yeah. And this one is on Shudder also. I think we were just shooting through and we saw a ghost and I was like, all right, that's a good pick for you because you love ghost movies. I do. <laughs> I don't, I can't find it. Uh, I forget what day it was on. It was on, I want to say, one of the last days, either Wednesday or Thursday. Two. I don't think these are in order by day. I'm sorry, movie from Cinepocalypse. <laughs> I can't remember what you were called. Um... Yeah, I can't find it. I'm going to stop. So it doesn't matter because I insulted you. So maybe you don't want me to <laughs> Guys, I'm an asshole. I can't make a movie. I, I know this about myself. I can only criticize them or love them. Um, yeah. And for the... This was fine. I don't remember laughing out loud at all. I feel like this was trying to be Shaun of the Dead or Hot Fuzz, like a uh-huh. love letter to this genre. Right. And I, it felt kind of flat for me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, same here. It was okay. Yeah. It was, it's a serviceable movie. It's not horrible. No. Um, but the, 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 the main part that I like is with one of the ghost hunters actually yes. becoming a ghost. That, that was, was funny. That was good. Mm-hmm. I like that part of the, the movie because I thought he was just going to be dead for the rest of the film yeah. and then he comes back as a ghost. Mm-hmm. So that, was, that was funny. And they, it's perfect. And yeah. they learn how to communicate with him and everything and it's pretty cool. Maybe I did chuckle a few times at, yeah, what well, he's moving stuff around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, that one's, if you have Shudder, get Shudder by now. Yeah. Especially the Creep Show coming out and Joe Bob. Get Shudder. Uh, but yeah, this, I don't know, flip a coin. If you like these kind of movies, yeah. like these paranormal movies, which there's, they're a dime a dozen now. Yeah. Uh, C plus, I would give this. Yeah, yeah, might as well, yeah. C plus. Uh, and our last film until our movie of the week is the documentary about the amazing Jonathan. Mm-hmm. And is it, it is available on Hulu. Yes. Uh, if you don't know who the amazing Jonathan is, he's a comedian from like the late '80s and '90s and 2000s. He would uh, he was on tons of comedy specials and tons of talk shows. He had like one of the longest running shows, um, magician comedy shows in Las Vegas ever. It was our first show that yeah. we ever went to together. Yeah, we still have to save the ticket for mm-hmm. that also. And this is just about. Um, this uh, uh, documentarian following him around mm-hmm. and just documenting the possible last years of his life because he was diagnosed with uh, cardiomyopathy, yeah. which is just um, well, your heart's dying for the most part. It's, like, <laughs> heart gets kind of hard and it doesn't beat the way it's right. supposed it, to. Uh, yeah, it doesn't. Like the the muscles in it don't kind of move the way they're supposed to yeah. and shoot blood through the rest of your body. 
Um, so he was given like a year to live, and this movie starts about three years after that. Yeah. <laughs> he's so yeah. His diagnosis was a year, and then yeah, three he's years still after alive. that, he's still alive. And he decides to go on tour again because he right. retired. Right. And then. Then we get. To, then we find out that the one guy, the director of this documentary, is not the only documentarian mm-hmm. doing a story on the amazing Jonathan, and. Um, and then yeah, it just gets crazier from there, and you don't know what's real. You don't know if he's really sick or not. You know, it's just because he's a comedian and he's a magician. He's, he's an illusionist, exactly. so you don't know exactly what's going on until the end of the movie, and things change. And uh, I did enjoy this this movie. It was it was fun to watch, and it was it's it was funny to see some of the bits that he used to do, and yes. I used to watch because I I remember watching his whole special on Comedy Central he's back in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, he's fucking hilarious, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and his sleight of hand is amazing. Yeah, he's doing this while he's telling jokes. Right, yeah, yeah and acting like he's all fucked up and everything, even though he probably is fucked up yeah. while he's up on stage. He's but... pretty open about the fact he calls it speed, but it's meth. meth. Yeah, yeah. He still smokes meth, even though he's dying. And yeah. I'm sure meth isn't really all that great for your heart. Not good for your heart. I will say, I don't want to spoil anymore, because you should. it's on Hulu. Go watch it. It's right. great. I will say, I was so relieved that my feelings about him didn't change. My feelings mm. about The Amazing Jonathan, I loved him then. Uh-huh. I watched this documentary. I still love him now, and I'm so relieved, because I didn't know. When Tyrell told us to watch this, I was like, oh, God, please don't ruin the amazing Jonathan for me. And he he was not ruined for me. You? No, no, he wasn't. Not at all. No, um, I can definitely see why he did some things, and when you're, when you're close to possible death, like, who gives a fuck then, right? You know? Yeah, I'll have as many documentarians as I feel like. Exactly. (laughs) And that's a big part of the movie. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It stops becoming about him and more about other things. Right. So, um, yeah, definitely check this one out if you have Hulu. There are other Amazing Jonathan documentaries out there. Um, I haven't watched any of the other ones. I just watched this one. So, uh, yeah, check this one out. Mm -hmm. And then um, check out some of his other comedy on YouTube. There's tons of his bits on YouTube. And I, I was actually watching one for a little while today <laughs> before I... I it still holds up? Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah. It does still hold up because he, <laughs> uh, he he still is pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, all right. Now our movie of the week is coming up next. You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening. Our movie of the week is the 2015 movie, Robert. (laughs) I can't believe how new this movie is. I thought you were having me watch a movie from the 80s. No, no, this is a newer (laughs) movie with three sequels, possibly four sequels by now. I think there's four sequels to it. And this movie is based off real events. Um, It's based off a real doll. Mm -hmm. Um, 
that we've actually seen in person. Uh, when we were at Key West a few years ago and last week, we stopped by this museum in Key West. It's an old Civil War fort. The East Martello Museum. And they have a an attraction there called Robert the Doll. And it's a cursed child's doll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you want to go into a little more specifics about like like why yeah. and like how this uh, this doll is like possessed possibly? So yeah, the cursed? the doll originally belonged to Robert Eugene Otto. The kid's name is Eugene Otto in this movie, uh-huh. which I thought was an interesting mm-hmm. touch. It was a prominent Key West family. The doll was manufactured by Steiff Company of Germany, purchased by Otto's grandfather while on a trip in Germany and given to Otto as a birthday gift. They think the sailor suit that he's wearing is probably Otto's suit Uh that he wore as a kid. Um, The doll stayed in the family home when Otto moved away um, to New York and Paris. He got married. I mean, there's nothing really that... But what led to it being cursed? So, according to legend, the doll has supernatural abilities that allowed it to move, change facial expressions, make giggling sounds. Some claimed that some, how do you say it, Bahamian? Bahamian girl? Bahamian? Gave the doll as a gift in retaliation for some wrongdoing that the Uh grandfather did. All of that is legend. Um, Uh The museum curators do do say they did say that Robert moves. He's in a glass case. Uh-huh. There's no wind or anything like that, and Robert will just be in a different position sometimes. Uh-huh. I'll say we saw him in 2015, and then we came back in 2019, and he had not moved. <laughs> I'm not saying it's bullshit because I would never tempt fate like that. <laughs> right. Well, another part of it, the legend too, is that. Um, like things would be messed up in the house and then yeah. the child would say, well, uh, Robert did it and no one would believe him. Right. Kind of thing. They'd hear footsteps and stuff. So this was like a scary doll. And yes. um, I want to say, was it a passed down to people also or was it just... Yeah, it, some woman took him in for a while and lived in it lived in her house for a while and then in 1994 it was donated to the museum. Right. Yeah. So now Robert's making a shit ton of cash for this museum because people go in there and... Say hi to Robert, and you have to ask for his picture. You have to ask permission to Permission to take his picture, or else he will curse you. Yeah. Or if you make fun of him, he'll curse you. And there's, like, um, uh, people who have, like, you know, given him the finger or haven't asked for his permission have had bad luck afterward, and they have actually had to apologize to Robert via email or or letter or whatever. There were, like, um, people who visited him and... You know, just made fun of them, and then they lost all their money, or yeah, they, had a they plane crash or something. Stolen. Yeah, the plane crashed. They lost their job. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, bad news will follow you yeah. if you fuck with this guy in, in any way. And so, like, like when you go to the museum, you you have to ask for his permission to take a picture. And now in the exhibit, they have like a screen that will show like people's letters that they've written to him, and uh, they play like creepy music too. So, yeah, this is uh, possibly, like, one of the most haunted things, dolls or whatever in the U.S. In the US. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because it's all the way in the, like, the like the southernmost point of the world almost for the most part. <laughs> Not really known for, although it has a whole haunted tour, so it is known for yeah. some haunted places. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if you're ever in Key West, I'd say check Robert out, just ask for his permission. So, yeah, this movie is based off of that. Um 
slightly, I would say. Uh, Just like they, the boy was kind yeah, of. They, they yeah, they take a lot of the themes from the story of Robert and bring it into this movie and kind of make update it a little bit. Um, where this isn't happening back in like the right. early 1900s, this is happening five years ago kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And... Um, because uh, I think it's probably easier they did that because this is a lower budget movie. Um, it probably would have been a lot more expensive to make it look like the early 1900s, you know. Right. <laughs> so they're like, hey, might as well just make it, you know, a, a, a new set piece. And uh, they changed the look of Robert in this movie also. And I'll put up a picture for the original looking Robert that we took with permission. I asked for permission. And the Robert in this movie, and they look. Like, the head looks different. They're wearing kind of, like, the same sailor outfits. Yeah. But, like, their heads look different, you know? And this one looks pretty bad in, in the movie. Yeah. But the other one is no... I mean, it, it looks like a sewn puppet. And right. Like, like it really was mass-produced. Cool. Exactly. It was, like, one-of-a-kind looking kind of doll. And I wouldn't even say scary. Like, I wouldn't think it was creepy. No, Except no. for the whole legend about Yeah, it. Well, yeah. that's the whole thing, mm-hmm. isn't The legend makes it scary, right? Yeah. Uh, but this movie didn't really make anything scary um this film is very boring it is um it felt like three hours long it really did it's an hour and 35 minutes sorry i'm yawning just thinking about it. <laughs> it's available on amazon prime along with all of its sequels which i don't know if we're gonna watch or not i don't know if there's enough alcohol in the world that's I mean, gonna get me through these i feel like i have to <laughs> you don't though i hate it yeah you don't have to finish things <laughs> you didn't have to finish that tv show the oa yes okay? i did stop talking about well now it. you don't because it's canceled <laughs> thank god all right <laughs> back to yeah so it is lower budget so i feel kind of bad giving it a hard time but i'm gonna anyway yes yeah. like podcast, um i'll say what i want <laughs> uh, yeah it's like I feel like I watched the last thirty minutes of it again today. <laughs> Why? To make sure that I remembered everything. So you, like the last two hours. Of and it? it's like the pacing is so slow for an hour and thirty-five minutes. I feel like it's a first take for the actors in every single scene. Like you yes. didn't give them a chance to try that one again. Maybe yeah. tighten it up a little bit or cut away from that shot a little faster. See, that's a problem with it. The line delivery is very, very, very slow. Yeah. The editing in this movie is very boring. The editing is boring in this movie. This could have been a 60-minute movie. Yes, but, yeah, like we were saying, that, like, uh... The kid is underutilized in this movie, too. He's, like, the best actor in the whole movie, I think. Yet, he's acting in a bed. Like, like every single scene, he's in in bed. Right. Like, there's at least nine scenes where he's just in bed. And he's not interacting with Robert much at all, really, except to say, you know, Robert did this, and don't piss Robert off. Right, yeah. Stuff like that. Very much like Child's Play. Yeah. This movie is very much Child's Play, but way worse. But they're also trying to incorporate the idea of mental illness. The mother right. has some schizophrenia or something, and she starts to fear that that's what her kid has because she's talking to the doll. But I feel like they just kind of forget that theme, and then they remember it a little bit later yeah. and mention it again. And That could be a really interesting theme. Schizophrenia is a terrifying illness. Yes, yes, it is. Um, so they didn't do enough with that. Robert the doll has tiny little feet, and this kid is like nine. Right. And somehow the mom thinks that these tiny little footprints could be her nine-year-old son's footprints. Right, because all these things are going awry in the house. Yeah. Like, there's, uh, like, she thinks 
the kid her her son ruins her paintings and yes. breaks things and and he's like Robert did it Robert did it and no one you know, no one believes him and right. then she finally starts to believe him and then there's a scene where she goes and meets the the, the previous family that had Robert and it's very much like like every other movie but done way slower yes and all out of sequence kind of it felt like that scene should have been more in the middle of the movie yet that scene was at the end of the movie uh, yeah. there's 10 minutes left and we're getting the backstory of robert you know <laughs> it is yeah. like a... if you want to see like a clean crisp investigative horror movie where she solves the mystery watch like the ring right yes that's yeah. that is fast paced she yep. figures it out they cut really fast yeah she clearly got a few takes to do some stuff there's interesting shots yeah you know? <laughs> it's just like when two characters were, were speaking to each other there were two cuts or that person and that person there was no people together in one shot right. there was just those two and they go back and forth it's very very boring yeah and um, and pretty much yeah the, the only reason I picked this movie too is because we actually saw the guy the, yeah. the doll twice, which and was a scarier experience. It was yeah <laughs> than this movie because <laughs> like, your sister didn't exactly ask for permission. Yeah, <laughs> we had so, to go back. And <laughs> so in Key West, we I think it was what our first day or our second, second day, day there yeah. we went back to that museum because my sister really wanted to meet this doll because she's yeah. heard a lot about him she was excited and scared right so yeah. she, and she asked i guess robert so here's what she said i was in the other room because i i didn't want to be a part of it not because of erica but because i already asked his permission i already got his picture i'm not even gonna make eye contact with him <laughs> i got off scot-free i want to keep it that way so in the next room i hear her say okay robert i'm gonna take your picture pause Okay. <laughs> so I turned around kind of wide-eyed at her. And she's like, what? And I turned around and walked away. Later. <laughs> so after that, um, some some not horrible things happened. Some unlucky things happened. Some unlucky yeah. things happened. Like my dad got pulled over for speeding. <laughs> and he never gets pulled over. I uh then like there's this this really great waiter and he dropped a bunch of shit like a knife on my <laughs> sister almost. Yes. And yeah, it was <laughs> so we had to go back that night. I think we were all a little lit up that night yeah, too. <laughs> I thought it was a terrible idea. <laughs> we went back to that museum and it was closed of course and it was over ten o'clock at night. Yeah. And then um th- and this this is an old like Civil War fort. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's all brick and everything, and there's, like, slotted windows cut into it, and some, like, you can jump and look in to some parts of this museum, but other parts are boarded up, and the parts that are boarded up are ones that feature Robert, so you can't look in there at him, or he can't Mm -hmm. curse you from the windows, I guess, (laughs) or people try and take his picture from the windows, so we went outside this museum drunkenly at night and asked for for uh, his forgiveness and, and when permission. When he says we, he means your sister, My sister. her partner, and you. Right. Not... It was three of us. And which <laughs> The funny thing is with, with my, my sister, who's actually getting married now finally after so many years with her partner, mm-hmm. is that her uh, her partner, I call her the straight man, which is, which is <laughs> funny because, one, she's, she's not straight nor is she a man, but she's, like, the more serious of the couple, and she's always been, you know, like the... 
the like my family's pretty goofy about yeah. stuff and she's like pretty and straight laced. And pretty fucking funny. Her yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And she is, yeah. She is and um <laughs> so that's why I call her the straight man. Yeah. Just cuz of the oxymoron of it and Right. Um <laughs> and she's still I can She was there she too. Went yeah, she went yeah. too. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh fuck, okay. I guess we're all going to get cursed so now." So she apologized to Robert and then the day we left, a poison dart frog jumped at Denise. Yeah. Well, it's not his. <laughs> so uh, yeah, your sister's partner and your dad's wife have the same name. <laughs> so, yeah, there were two Larrys and two Denises <laughs> yeah. in this this whole thing. So people that we met, it was so, hard, difficult for them to forget our names. So your stepmom had a poison dart frog jump at her <laughs> while she was trying to get pizza and told Erica that she needed to go back to Robert and apologize again. And I was like, stop, don't, yeah, dad, don't just let this go. Yeah, don't quit, go. Quit poking him with a stick, yeah. right? <laughs> But so there is an element of truth to ask, just ask Robert permission to take right. his picture, like a question that ends with a question mark. Right. Uh, don't see this movie. Fuck oh, this yeah. movie. Um, we're talking about the movie. <laughs> now we're talking about the movie right now. Don't don't see this movie because it's uh, pretty much of all the things you said, and I think they went in the wrong direction with it. I'm gonna ruin it too, so you don't have okay. to see it. Um, it ends at, yeah, Robert the doll is cursing. He's knocking people off. There's one kill in this movie, really, or one on-screen yeah. kill. Mm-hmm. No breasts. And no penises. No penises either. And I think they should have gone in a different direction with this movie and made the kid the person killing people. Yeah, I, I think, think that, that would have been interesting. It would have worked out a lot better. And to come and to think that it's the doll this whole time and it actually to be the kid... Would have would have made a lot more sense and would have made the movie better, considering that this doll looks like shit that they use in the movie. Yeah, and I don't mean to piss on the guy who made the doll or anything, but like it it, it looks pretty horrible. Yeah, like, um, it really turned me off. It's not scary. It's more of just ugly and not like yeah. If if, if I saw it, I'd be like, oh, who made this crap? As compared to oh my god, that's creepy kind of thing. Yeah, any. He, I don't. I feel like he moves. He does move in the first scene you see him in, uh-huh. and I feel like that sort of ruins that ruins the whole fucking like, yeah. Child's play. You never see him move until she threatens to throw him in the fire. And right? then bam, yeah, yeah, then, yeah. That's what part of what makes it so scary, right? But yeah, this movie yeah. Uh, it screwed the pooch, and it just doesn't. I just have. No desire to see the next four of the fucking sequels. I probably will. Which I read the synopsis for some of them, and and it looks like they're in, like, Nazi Germany. So they're totally ripping off, like, Puppet Master 3. Like, what the hell, man? And they're all Andrew Jones, I think. I think I looked up that he does all the sequels. He's done a ton of low-budget horror, including one called Bundy and the Green River Killer. Probably want to see that one. Oh, my God. What are they do yeah, see i thought i was like oh is this like a fantasy where they team up yeah when they no. get what, little black it's, kids and it's fucking... what actually happened it's bundy uh, advises the cops about the green river killer oh uh, okay yeah okay well that makes more sense because i thought it was like one of those those movies they had like you know uh, king kong versus godzilla yeah, me too. <laughs> like an alien versus predator and i was like what but no <laughs> sadly no <laughs> so uh what's your grade for robert I feel like I've been such a dick about all the movies we just <laughs> talked about. <laughs> D. I give it a D. Just a, a straight up D. Yeah. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I give it the D also. D minus. <laughs> it sucked. Uh, it, it, um, favorite part? Uh, I think when the credits started yeah. rolling, that was my favorite part because <laughs> I knew it was over then. And then I, I knew I can watch something else, anything else, and it was going to be better. Yeah. And I don't recommend this movie. And I, and I don't mean to shit on it either. But reshoot it, maybe. Give the actors a few takes. Or cut away rather than just closing in on their face for ten minutes. Yeah, I know. It, <laughs> <laughs> this movie seriously could have been about 60 minutes. Yeah. Lots of... Uh, the line delivery is so slow and... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Favorite part, credits. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Your commentary, I think, might have been my favorite part. Yeah, I didn't even say that much either. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I made a couple cracks about jelly, and then that's about it, really. And then, that, yeah, it... Don't, don't... Yeah, I, I wouldn't check this it's one out. It's free on Amazon Prime. You do whatever you want. I don't think there's enough marijuana in this world <laughs> to get anyone high enough to watch this movie and actually enjoy it. But, I mean, uh, who knows? To each his own. Yeah, Maybe to each somebody his own. loves this movie. You know, it's subjective. Sure. <laughs> you might. Sure. Sure. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Subjectivity. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, thank you guys for joining us this week. Uh, we will be back next week with another one, and I don't know, it, 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 it might be horror, or it's on the cusp of horror, and, or thriller-wise, I already have it picked out, so. Oh, okay. Um, it's an, actually an animated movie, and uh, we'll see. I think this one, I think I might, you might like this animated movie. Is it that? No, it's not that oh, one. Okay. She's uh, Jessalyn was pointing at Akira. And <laughs> if I were to do Akira, I would need like a four-hour podcast yeah. to do it. And I feel like there are entire podcasts dedicated to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then I just scream out Tetsuo every once in a while. And <laughs> perfect. Uh, yep. Yeah, thanks for joining us once again. Hopefully, our next movie will be a lot better than this one. Um, if you like people shitting on movies then uh this is the episode for you yeah i'm gonna um, pick some good ones next year <laughs> and be nice <laughs> we're the nice podcast we try to be nice not necessarily nice but just try and pick out the good parts of movies yeah anyway we will see you next week thanks for listening Watching the sun break All of your paradise Covered with oil Hurts Storming my same stream On my football swing Smallow strength When they begin to boil Wasting away Stay
It's a real beauty All things are about acuities And then it is that people grab it up He's down at Mississippi over there too It's my own damn flag.